My name is Ian Campbell McKenna, and in this procurement in five minutes, I promise to tackle some of the biggest challenges and also answer the questions that our profession and our industry face on a day-to-day basis. In today's procurement five minutes, I welcome author, educator, and architect of the vested business model, Kate Vestasek. Now, Besides being a regular contributor to Forbes magazine and founder of Vested Outsourcing, as a faculty member of the University of Tennessee, Kate's passion is really pioneering work in both Vested and Vested Outsourcing at the university. And as a result of her work in a really important area and something she's passionate about, Kate is really expertly positioned to answer the question, how do you deal with suppliers in a post-pandemic world? What does getting to we with suppliers mean in a post-pandemic world? If you're like most organizations, the pandemic has caused you to deal with significant uncertainties and has had a major impact on your relationships with your suppliers. For procurement professionals, the temptation is to use your company's clout and to pressure suppliers to reduce prices, have trade-offs, and concessions. But think about it. What happens when the supplier has the upper hand? It's hard for them to resist the opportunity to impose price increases on you as their customer. I argue that instead of using short-term us-versus-them negotiation tactics, companies should adopt a more collaborative, getting-to-we mindset and relational contracting mechanisms to help them continuously align interest when business happens, such as with the pandemic. Why, you might ask? Well, the reason is shading. Shading is a term coined by Professor Oliver Hart of Harvard University. He's the 2016 Nobel Laureate in Economic Sciences. Shading happens when one party isn't getting the outcome it expects and it feels that the other party has not acted reasonably. Here's how it works. You're a smart procurement person working for a large multinational company and your boss asks you to renegotiate with your supplier and get a trade-off or a concession due to the pandemic. You use your procurement prowess and your supplier caves into your demand. You're a hero, right? The problem is your supplier feels slighted or even aggrieved. They don't think it's fair. They're suffering from the pandemic too. Shading are all of those little get even moves that when they feel they're not being treated fairly, they're going to come up with a counter move. For example, Let's say the supplier who caved into your demand today, you know, they might turn and come up with tactics of their own in the future. We would argue they will come up with tactics in the future. For example, pointing to inflation for price increases. Yes, they dealt with it for the past year, but now the tables are turned. Haven't you heard about inflation? They may actually be in a shortage of staffing, and so they're going to take the A team off your account and staff it with C team because they feel they're not as profitable as they once were. Or they simply may be less responsive and collaborative because they don't feel respected. Sadly, shading is a virtual tit-for-tat game that you don't even know you're playing. In our Harvard Business Review article, Oliver Hart, David Friedlinger, a Swedish attorney, and I advocate for formal relational contracts that are designed to keep the contracting party's expectations continuously aligned. Our program at the University of Tennessee has been running for over 10 years and has put the theory of formal relational contracts into practice 
with our Vested program, where teams use our proven methodology to create a flexible contract framework, which embraces changes such as pandemics. So it's the pandemic today, but what is it tomorrow? So you want to create these flexible relational contracts that lay a foundation for the relationship by establishing guiding principles and governance mechanisms that, when applied, help the parties work through issues as they arise because of misalignment or misfortune, such as a global pandemic. But does it really work? Yes. Take, for example, Vancouver Island Health Authority, who engaged the South Island hospitalists under a labor services agreement to care for patients. When the pandemic hit, the island health healthcare system was suddenly faced with the dramatic challenges and budget pressures that in the past would have wreaked havoc in an us versus them approach as they negotiated for short-term trade-offs and concessions. But rather than get stuck in an endless tit-for-tat battle, the parties turned to a vested approach prior to the pandemic. And they were very thankful they did because by having their flexible agreement and using their shared vision and guiding principles, they could turn to that to help them make collaborative decisions and co-create solutions to best help them work through the issues of the pandemic. The result, local newspaper headlines about their flexibility and innovation in addressing the pressing problems of the pandemic. Island Health and the hospitalists are just one of over 50 organizations that have turned to vested agreements to create highly collaborative and flexible contracts that are helping them turn a negotiations tug of war into a collaborative what's in it for we mindset and way of working. Want to learn more? Check out our Harvard Business Review article titled A New Approach to Contracts and our latest book, Contracting in the New Economy, using relational contracts to boost trust and collaboration in strategic business relationships. Great insights from another one of our thought leaders. Be sure to share the link far and wide. And of course, I look forward to our next five minutes together. Bye for now and have a great and a productive day.